Shall we pray? We have two sisters who testify and they complain of aches in different parts of their body. I had a message from one of our brothers as well, Brother Joseph. So one will pray lifting him and all that might be going through some kind of infirmity before the Lord, that the healing balm of God will be ministered to them this hour in the name of Jesus Christ. Bible says our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit and the Spirit of God dwells in it. Therefore, sickness have no place in it. So let us begin to pray. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory, Lord. Mara We know, O Lord, my God, that you are our healer, O Lord, my God. For by your stripes we got our healing. Therefore, Lord, this are in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray that your children, O Lord, my God, receive this bread, O Lord, of healing in the name of Jesus Christ. We rebuke every pain in the body, wherever it is, in the mighty name of Jesus. We plead, O oh God, the blood of Jesus to speak on their behalf. And we pray that they be whole throughout, O oh Lord my God, from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet, in the name of Jesus. We use thy servant Joseph as a point of contact this hour, O oh Lord my God. That healing shall be his portion right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you and we bless you, in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you so much, Father, for a wonderful time to be in your presence and to tell of your goodness and your loving kindness. We also thank you for your word unto us this hour. I pray, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, that your spirit shall take absolute control. In Jesus' name, amen. Like the man of God said, it's going to be very brief because we are aware that on uh, celebration or our pre-celebration days we try to keep the messages as brief as possible praise god so yeah thank god i'll be back again in two weeks time so i want to introduce a topic today and it's it's our turn to shine praise god it is our turn to shine. I want to begin with this statement. You can save it on any of your devices. See, there is a limited time frame for everyone and every generation to manifest here on earth. Number two, life, long life is good, but making more positive impact regardless of your lifespan is the best life to live. I take it again. There is a limited time frame for everyone and every generation to manifest on earth. And to long life is good. But making more positive impact, regardless of your lifespan, is the best life to live. You know, the Bible says that God will satisfy us with long life and prosperity and all the good stuff that we expect in life. So long life is a blessing. But let's be honest. It's not for everybody. Amen? 
It's a blessing to hit the 80s, 90s, and above. But the truth is, it's not everybody that will have it. Praise the name of the living God. Not because of the fact that they may be bad or they are not taking good care of their health or stuff like that. They could be the most innocent people on earth taking the best care of their lives and their health, yet they may not hit certain age that some wicked people may get to. That's one of the facts and mysteries of life that we cannot explain. But like I said, the most important thing is not about how long you live, but the more positive you are able to make in your lifespan here on earth. Whether God gives you long life or short life, the impact, the positive impact you make is what is the most important. Amen? And let me say that we need people of such in our generation. Because of the rising trend of forces of evil, people who are ready to call good evil and evil good, we need people who can stand out and be bold enough to defend what is right and what the scripture says. Praise the name of the living God. I'll just give you one scripture for today and then when we come back, when I come back next, I will talk about it more. In Psalm 90 verse 12, Moses prayed a prayer. He says, teach me to number my days. He says, Lord, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to what? Wisdom. Amen? Some of our scriptures put it this way, that teach us to use wisely all the time we have. Amen? He says, teach us to use wisely all the time that we have on earth. You know, when you are very young, sometimes you feel immortal. But you get to a certain stage, you realize that there is an expiry date to every mortal being here on earth. And like I said earlier, every generation has its season and its time to do what? To manifest. Come with me to the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, chapter 1, sorry. 3, rather, yeah. It says, to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. There's a purpose for my life here on earth. And there is a season for me to manifest that purpose. Praise God. And God in his wisdom has given to me all that is required to do it. But there will always be what? Oppositions. And sometimes the opposition comes from places that we least expect. As we are going to see from the scriptures. Amen. Sometimes they come from areas that 
you least expect. Because the devil knows that that is where he can get you most. There is this saying in the Akan language that if an insect will bite you, it will come from your own clothes. No flying insect can bite you from the air. Hallelujah. Come with me and let's see what happened in the season of the apostolic era to the book of Acts chapter 17. We read just that scripture and I'll run it up. Acts chapter 17. I read from the verse number one. The emphasis will be on verse six. But let's take it from one. It says, now when they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica where there was a synagogue of the Jews. Then Paul, as his custom was, went in to them and for three Sabbaths reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and demonstrating that the Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead. And saying, this Jesus, whom I pray to you, is the Christ. Hallelujah. Now, I like Brother Paul. You know, they have been on evangelistic mission together with Silas. And Bible says they go to this town. And when they got there, they saw a synagogue and he went in. He didn't ask whether this is a Baptist church, a Presby church. A Methodist, a Pentecostal, or he had no time for that. For as long as it is a house of God, he did what? Entered in. And he began to reason with the people based on his knowledge in the word of God. And the people had completely different understanding from what he Paul has got. Praise the name of the living God. He had no time to discriminate and say, oh, Lord, this set of Christians have better knowledge of the gospel or are on the right path and these ones are wrong. If they are wrong, it is his duty to help them get on the right path. So he reasoned with them. And as a result, let's see what happened. The verse number four. And some of them were persuaded and a great multitude of devout Greek." And not a few of the leading women joined Paul and Silas. But the Jews, who were not persuaded, becoming envious, took some of the evil men from the marketplace. Let me first explain that. The Bible says that what? Some of the people, for the first time, we're hearing a complete different gospel from what they've been taught many years ago. Amen? So they were persuaded because Paul was also what? Filled with the Holy Spirit. They were persuaded and they did what? Converted to Paul's style of worship or they accepted the God of Paul. They accepted Jesus Christ. Bible says Greeks and what uh, Jews together. Now that tells you that when you go out to preach, it's not everybody that will receive your message. 
Praise God. It's not everybody. Some may, some may not. And sometimes those who may not, they may be aggressive towards you, as it was in the case of Paul. The Bible says in the verse number uh, 5, But the Jews who were not persuaded, becoming envious, took some of the evil men from the marketplace and gathering them up, set all the city in an uproar and attacked the house of Jason and sought to bring them out to the people. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some brethren to the rulers of the city, crying out, This have turned the world upside down. That is what I want to dwell on. It says, these people have turned the world up. That's a serious accusation. In the Roman city, praise God. They said they've turned the world upside down. In other words, these people are just messing up things. They are causing chaos and confusion. But is that the case? No. Hallelujah. On the other hand, these people are rather putting these ones right. They are helping these people to come out from deception and to see the light. But the, 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 the emphasis I want to dwell on is that there are people that wherever they go, they leave a mark behind. They make an impact. Hallelujah. They let the people know that what we have arrived. They were not ashamed of the God they believed in. And the people who persecuted them were no other people but what the Jews. Religious people for that matter. Amen. So I just want us to know that these people, in spite of... Now, when they got to the house... The interesting thing is that Paul and Silas, maybe they might got a hint, or maybe the Holy Spirit might have directed them elsewhere. They didn't meet them, but they brought the people, the brethren who have accepted them for persecution. As the persecuting the church and believers did not start today. And if Christ should tarry, it will not end in our time, praise God. It will still continue. But the most important thing is that God is always looking out for people who will stand out and not be afraid to compromise the truth. Let me give you these three things I discovered from the first disciples that make them so effective in their generation. And I want us to stand by that. Hallelujah. One, they refused. I put it here that why the early disciples were so effective in their season. That was their season. And today we are proud of what they did. They did not compromise. So let me put it. I said they refused to tolerate or accept anything that contradicts the word of God. Time will not permit us. But Paul said in Galatians 1, 6 that way. He said, look, if they, that is Paul and Silas, the disciples of Jesus Christ who work with Christ, should come back to them and preach any gospel apart from what they have already received, apart from what it's written in the scriptures, let them be what a curse. 
He says, if we, I think it's best we read it. Let's read it. Galatians chapter 1, verse 7. Now, from the verse number six, he says, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of God to a different gospel. Now, the, the, the church in Galatia was completely different from Berea. In the, there was a church in Berea, still in Asia, then in Paul's time. The Bible says that when they heard the gospel, they go in and do research. But these people... Only go by what the preachers say. Amen? So after maybe Paul and Silas preached the gospel to them, some other people, those days it was the religious uh, the, the, uh, Jews actually, they came also and gave them a completely different gospel. And they believe as well. It's like they were ready to believe. You know, in life, I've come to realize, if you can't stand for something, you fall for anything. So Paul said, I marvel that you are turning away so quick. That means you receive the word in, with your emotions and not in your heart. Praise God, it was only in your head. And verse 7. But even if we, that is Paul and Silas, or any of the disciples, or an angel from heaven, Preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you. Let him be what? A case. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what we have received, let him be what? A case. They were not willing or ready to compromise to any other thing except what is written in the scriptures. So if anybody should come from Jerusalem and say, look, oh, now this is the new belief. I mean, this is what we have to do to ensure that we are accepted in society. Church, if the gospel says no, it should be no even if you have to stand trial for that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because let me tell you one thing, you cannot have it all. The disciples, they knew that very well. That they cannot have it all. They cannot please God and please, please, and please man at the same time. Number two, their faith in Christ got stronger in the face of fierce trials and persecutions. They did not say, why me God that all these things should happen? Because but they knew that what it is in God that they will get strength. So when the persecutions come, what they do is what? They cry more to God. They yielded more to God. They were not ready to compromise anything. Last thing is, and that is the hard one. That is the hard beat, actually. They were ready and willing to let what they love to do kill them. 
Praise God. Time will not permit away. I'll come back to this, but let me say something about the second one. I was having a discussion with a sister two days ago. She was telling me, I'm from back home. She was going on and on. We grew up together. I knew my church actually back home. Married. Husband working very well. But you know, with these cut downs happening worldwide, affected and I was reading somewhere that, anyway, that is for another time. So he said, she said to me that, look, this is the situation. You know, sometimes you try to help her. He said, this is the situation. And went on and on and on. Then I started talking to her and I started preaching to myself. After giving her my bit of encouragement, she told me that, look, Pastor, it is one thing to believe God. And it's another thing when we are faced with the reality. When the bills are there for you to pay. When your husband is out of job and there is no money and your landlord is coming to come over you. You know the situation here. And you, 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 are, you are faced with this. You are faced with that. It is. And then I said to her, that look, it is, only, it is also in the reality that we see the hand of God. Hallelujah. It is in the reality that we, our, our, our faith and our trust in God is proven. And then, I mean, some other thoughts start coming as well. I said, look, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were faced with the reality of death before them. They saw that the strong men who tried to put them in the fire were scorched and consumed and died instantly. They knew very well that saying they would still worship God and not bow to the image means death. It was reality. Hallelujah. Daniel knew that disobeying the king and going out to pray will end him in the lion's den. It was reality. And I asked myself, so if I am faced with this kind of challenge, what will be my reaction? But beloved, it is in the reality where you sit God down, where you pray. There is where your faith and your love for God is proven. And that is where promotion also comes. Praise God. Like our, our sister, that some, you know, we always request that song because it's so meaningful. Faith is, talk is easy. When, the, when you are not hit with the reality. Hallelujah. You can say, I believe hundred times. Hey! But when you are faced with the reality, that is where your love and your faith for God is proven. But when you excel, when you conquer that challenge, it becomes a testimony. Not only for you, not for your generations, but for many, many generations to come. Shall we pray? You want to pray and ask God to increase your faith in every area that your trust will not be in your knowledge, 
will not be in your finances, in your assets, in your in anything that will be in him, God, and God alone. Shall we begin to pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ? In the mighty name of Jesus. Marabrosi katandiribabe. Lebro sokoton diribabe. Liandorobo sokoton diribabe. Bekarabrosi katandiribabe. Rabroka satayane. Father, we know that you have called us to stand out, O oh Lord my God, and to stand tall in every situation in the face of all challenges, O oh Lord my God. We pray for the grace to do so and to do it, O oh Lord my God, to bring glory to you, O oh Lord my God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. That in every challenge and every trial, you make a way of asking for your people. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you that you are so, so good. Always watching over us and watching over your word to perform it. We thank you, Lord, that we will be effective, efficient in our season. That at the end of it, Lord my God, we can declare that we have fought a good fight. We have won the race. And await in the crown that you give to all that overcame. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a clap offering.